Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The symbolic relevance of presidential travels abroad. Since getting elected, President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. has traveled 19 times to 12 countries. He visited Belgium, Cambodia, China, Malaysia, Saudi Arabia, Switzerland, Thailand and the United Kingdom once, and Japan twice, while he went to Indonesia, Singapore and the United States three times. And now, the budget allotted for the president's travel for 2024 is 58% higher than the amount spent for 2023. Senate Minority Leader Aquilino Pimentel III is complaining that this is just too much. He is echoing criticisms from others. ACT Teachers Party List Rep. France Castro even referred to Marcos' trips as part of his attempt to rehabilitate and rebrand his family name in the global community of states. By hobnobbing with the current movers and shakers of the world, the president is slowly trying to erase the corruption-laden and human rights violations rife name of his father, Castro was quoted as saying in November 2022. If there is a single trip that has earned so much are not only from his critics, but even from ordinary citizens, it is the one where Marcos flew to Singapore unannounced to attend the 2022 Singapore Grand Prix in October of that year. Left-leaning Kalusong Mayo Uno accused Marcos of insensitivity for undertaking such travel at a time when Filipinos were suffering from the brunt of high prices and just a week after a super typhoon devastated some parts of the country. Renato Reyes, the Secretary-General of Bayan, another left-leaning organization, took umbrage at the seeming secrecy of the travel and doubted if it could even be framed as an official visit. Personally, I would not have minded the president taking time off to savor his personal leisure as long as it was done not at the expense of taxpayers' monies. But this is just one trip. There were 18 more, and it behooves us to inquire whether such were misplaced and unjustified. Of the 18, four were state visits, Indonesia and Singapore in September 2022, China in January 2023, and Malaysia in July 2023. In 2023, three of his travels were considered official visits, the United States in April, the United Kingdom in May, and Saudi Arabia in October. A majority of the president's travels, a total of 11, were considered working visits, where he attended official meetings, conferences and summits. This included his attendance at the 77th General Assembly of the United Nations in New York, where he addressed the assembly in September 2022. Also included were the number of occasions where he attended meetings in connection with the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, ASEAN, the ASEAN summits held in Cambodia in November 2022 and in Indonesia in May and in September 2023, the ASEAN European Union Commemorative Summit held in Belgium in December 2022, the ASEAN Gulf Cooperation Council Summit held in Saudi Arabia in October 2023, and the ASEAN-Japan Friendship and Cooperation Commemorative Summit held in Japan in December 2023. The president also represented the country at the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation, APEC, summit in Thailand in November 2022, the APEC Economic Leaders Meeting held in the U.S. in November 2023, and the World Economic Forum held in Switzerland in January 2023. While his visit to Singapore in September 2023 during his 66th birthday was the second time he attended the Grand Prix event, it became just a side event to his official visit to speak at the Milken Institute's Asian Summit. Thus, out of the 19 trips, only one, the Singapore trip in 2022, was deemed personal and problematic. The rest were either state visits or working or official visits.
it is easy to criticize the president's travel as unnecessary. However, instead of a blanket condemnation, we should scrutinize why the president travels a lot. As seen from the nature of his travels, 11 of these were made in relation to his official function as president to represent our country in UN, APEC, World Economic Forum, and ASEAN-related meetings and summits, where it is expected that heads of states and governments should attend. One of the duties of a president is to be a symbol that should rally citizens. In a globalized environment, this is no longer confined to within our national borders. Pimentel and others who criticize the president's travel should also realize that we have millions of Filipino citizens all over the world. We have a significant number who are part of that diasporic community. In fact, in 2022, there were approximately 1.963 million overseas Filipino workers, OFWs, scattered all over the world. This means roughly close to 2 out of 100 Filipinos, or 4 out of 100 Filipinos in the labor force, are working abroad. We send our OFWs to generate income for us. We are a country that exports our people. As president, it doesn't harm if he symbolically expresses that we care, with him personally keeping in touch with our OFWs. And undoubtedly, the many travels made by the president abroad have provided him the opportunity to keep in touch with migrant Filipino workers. While this may not mean much to us who are with our families here in our country, this means a lot to our OFWs who leave theirs. We also are in a vulnerable position, with our dispute with China. Part of the role of the president is that he is the country's chief emissary and the architect of our foreign policy. A top-level visit to political allies helps build confidence and trust, and solidifies support. It is not just the pledges of investments that should be counted here, and it is a fact that there were substantial pledges made. We should also value the larger symbolic meaning of building social capital with other countries as we fortify our alliances with them in the face of a threat. People should think beyond the bean counting, and talk less of the number but the strategic importance of these trips. In a globalized world, a president who always stays at home may not be doing us any good.